Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl, Mitzi, and this is Mitzi. Let's think about it. Today, we are thinking about preserving, preserving the legacy, ladies and gentlemen. That is our topic for today. And luckily for me, I have a special guest named James who started a business trying to preserve people's legacy. I mean, I was looking more into it, but you know what? I've I think you're the best one to fully explain it. So why don't you go ahead and take it away, James? Oh, hey, Mitzi, thanks for having me on. This is this is really fantastic. <laughs> yeah, our legacy nowadays, our, you know, we have your our basic um, oh legacy of things like, you know, maybe a house or a car, things, basically things. And even things uh, over one or two generations are going to be kind of, you know, lost in time type of thing, unless you build a pyramid or something. You know, right. That it might last longer, but our real legacy, I think, is is just ourselves, our our life, what we you know what we experienced in life, you know, kind of like our personality, our being of of you, you don't want to end up just being a picture on the wall, you know. Yeah. It says, oh, that's your great great grandfather. I wonder what he was like. I have no idea. Yeah. And we actually live now in the digital age to where we can take advantage of the digital age and hand down a lot of what we are and what we do you know feelings on whatever topic or just just little things it could be anything as simple as like chocolate chip cookie recipe mm-hmm. you know it could become world famous or whatever like that but you know just handing down yourself now is actually a possibility yeah and i think that's the nice thing about what you're doing is you're creating a way to really capture that because like you said you could look at a picture and all we have is the what if of our imagination you know and we we put it onto the picture i think that's where history becomes histories because we find things and we have no idea what it really means right. or why it was there and then we just assume well it could be for a fork in reality it could be something totally different you know we're pulling a little mermaid what is this called you know what i mean we, we have no idea <laughs> so when we have the words and what we went through along with something it makes it more meaningful because now we know the reality of what is and that's what i was reading what you were doing with your company is that you allow people to put their pictures all in your cloud so that like you said you lose devices all the time things get a hot mess and then you lose that that legacy of those moments you know because just because we're in a digital age doesn't mean all the things that we're saving on our phones is actually saving because uh, I, you know, when i think i looked i started looking into years ago when i was trying to figure out well, how do you actually say something to maybe pass on to the next generation? And a lot of the cloud stuff, I mean, we use cloud stuff, but what we do is we pay for storage. And then we're building our business up big enough to where it'll self-support itself. And then we we even build it bigger to where we have more than one site that's going to be backing up our, our data. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to be you know complacent on just one site. And uh, so we're trying to make it as secure as possible, private. None of the none of the retweets or people know even your own site. When you go to it, we call it your lifetime, uh, your mm-hmm. lifetime account. When you're actually going there, visiting a site, looking at pictures, memories and our memories is not just a picture. We have people we purposely have it to where people will put a picture on. It could be a little solved video or just some writings. We call that a daily scribe. And you can also click the button and put an audio story to that picture. So nice. you can 
you can tell you can tell a story you know you just put a picture up there and just says oh this is my first car oh no my first car i went into it for about 10 minutes about all this stuff and the garbage i had to get out of it and what i had to do to it and stuff like that so we tried to make it very personable and private and without all the retweets and no commercials all that kind of thing to where we're trying to make it very private and you get to choose who gets to see it and you know you can even click private and put all the all your memories from all the space aliens that you had visited you and you know whatever you want to do with it it's up to you yeah that sounds like a smart thing to do because you know a lot of people say when they're trying to preserve a legacy or just obtain a legacy to leave for their next generation for their children their grandchildren or, or whatnot you know they always think there has to be something big they have to have some company or some bench named after them or they have to have some park or they have to do something big or go go home or, or you know they don't do anything at all so to have just a simple like you could do it for and anybody can do this to be honest it sounds like you know you don't have to be a millionaire investing thousands and millions of dollars for somebody to walk past and allow their dog to pee on <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you want to be a statue to have everybody all the pigeons coming down and you know bowing down to your great statue when you get older and even those famous people i kind of feel sorry for uh let's say people that maybe in uh that become famous or you know celebrities things like that because they a lot of their life we really don't know behind all the scenes you know there is what the persona has put out and what some biographer might write about you type of thing so you really don't get the you know the you know where you can sit down and maybe they're just telling a funny story when they're a kid not on tv or anything like that because they're still in their celebrity mode but something you can just put as a personal thing where oh yeah i can remember this or maybe handing down a little bit of information or or uh, advice to your great great grandchildren someday Mm -hmm. give that give that ability to anybody to do yeah and that's the nice thing about that and especially because you have that audio because some people are not good with typing and writing and just conveying their words through 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 writing and to have that audio aspect makes it easier especially for those people who aren't very tech savvy and who don't really understand how to use those functions you know just speaking out their stories is important because they don't get lost in translation as they have been for years because when you hear about your great 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 grandfather the story has either gotten so flamboyant by the time it gets to you or you know your great grandfather didn't do nothing at all so it's it's kind of just crazy to hear that you know when you're when when you get to a mature enough age you realize your legacy is important your purpose is important what you're doing and contributing out into the world is important but it sucks when the next generation don't see that as important you know and i think that's where it is right now is that not a lot of not a lot of the youth understand the importance of of preserving you know preserving what you what you're doing because even though it may not seem like you're doing something later on in the years you know your generations after you will see this as like oh if if my grandmother could do it then i could do it too you know and I think exactly we, some of the struggles we've went through and it's kind of be kind of be kind of cool as as the years go by with this business to where like my daughter has her two my two grandchildren where they're going to grow up putting stuff within their life account and then they're going to take over their life account when they become 18 and they're going to still be putting stuff into there and see how 
attitudes will change. And, you know, all of a sudden, if you've had that thing for 50 years, you can go back to it. And you can make different folders and search things within your lifetime frames and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, wow, I thought that when I was 20. And, you know, now you're 80 going, uh, you know, get off my yard, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. But what made you start this business? Like what happened in your life where you realized, like, I need to do something about this? Well, it was, it was, it was out of necessity. Back in about 97, 96, I sat my dad down. We went back. We're originally from Iowa, Midwest. Okay. And uh, we we did a road trip out there with our two, uh, two, our two daughters. And I sat my dad down in front of his cabin out there, out in the middle of Iowa. And I would just ask some life questions. You know, what'd you do when you were a kid? He was drafted into the Korean War. Were, were we a station? Things like a lot of funny stories, a lot of cool stories. How much was a gallon of milk? Where were you when you actually heard about the A-bomb being dropped on Japan? You know, you went through some pretty big times back then. You know, how old were you when they had, you know, Pearl Harbor, all those kind of things. So after that, I uh, he died a couple of years after that, he passed away. And then I burned a DVD. So I said, oh, I got now these great memories. Well, it's, it's always and then in, in life. You always have to remember the and then. Yeah. A couple of years, you know, 10 years later, it's like, where's that DVD at? You know, the kids are getting mm-hmm. kind of grown up enough to be able to kind of cool to dig that out. Mm-hmm. Well, then you had to find it and then it wasn't scratched. And then you have to find out what computer it was burned off of. And it was like, that was really hard to do. So I was able to get the parts and everything back again. But at the same time, when he passed away, we also, uh, my cousin uh rescued a big huge family photo album out of the garbage oh nice yeah there's generations of information there and uh so i'm sitting there going i always tell people i was sitting in my work van eating a ham sandwich going you know there's got to be some kind of way you can kind of pass these things down yeah we live digitally now and then so i started kind of brainstorming on how to do certain things then you start looking into having technology kept catch up with you because we can download with a dump truck, but we upload with a teaspoon. Yeah. So we're getting faster now. We can upload a small little video or pictures or some audio and stuff like that. So we're, we're reading the age right now. They work pretty good. And so, yeah, so years later, I was able to uh, hook up with my uh, IT guy. And uh, we we started. I started putting together the basics of what to do, you know, how to upload a, a, a video or a picture and, you know, but adding audio and making albums and, Blah blah blah. All this, all this kind of yeah. kind of stuff, making it available to people, and mm-hmm. it was you know, out of necessity. Basically, came up with the idea. Wow, that's interesting. How, but 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 that's but that's right. What you said, like you thought you were on time, and you recorded it on a DVD, and you put it on the DVD. But now a DVD is almost like in one of those big class SD cards. You know, it's irrelevant now because of the way technology has changed. So yeah. it is nice to have that um that reference to go to because the internet seems like it's it's always going to be there that's going to be the main denominator yeah. when it comes in to one technology way, yeah. <laughs> in one way or the other yeah you can put your, your stuff up in the cloud even back then let's say if i did put it in the cloud and i forgot about it for a couple of years they have the ability of deleting information you put up in the cloud mm. you know google and apple things like that if you don't touch it for a certain time period they don't think you're around and they go delete oh i didn't know that yeah, if you're not around touching that, why would they keep it? Yeah, that's true. Wow, that's interesting. So I guess I'm assuming with your comment with that, I'm assuming your your business does not delete anything or the accounts. No, Is because right? we we pay uh, uh, our, our main people we work with, and then we're going to be using Amazon Web Services 
Bluehost is the first one, uh, where they call it the IP provider. Bluehost, and then we're going to use Amazon Web Services because they're they're part of the the mechanism that makes our stuff work. And then we're also going to be using uh, Iron Mountain, which is a, a secondary, actually like a third tier backup, and they're a backup wow. company that works with uh, banks. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, they work so with like ninety five. If you look up Iron Mountain, yeah, they look, we work with about ninety five percent of the Fortune one thousand companies. Wow, that's very impressive. Yeah, so I want to make it rock solid. So whatever happens, your information is going to be there because we're paying to have it preserved. All these other places, they give you free storage, which means there's a there's a catch to that. Yeah, there's they, a cap, most definitely. Yeah, you're either going to be deleted, censored, or lost. Mm-hmm. Like you, you keep those little, you know, your backup disks and stuff are important. You should always back up whatever you have. But remember, a generation or two from now, it's either going to be old technology or it's going to be buried in the backyard by, a, you know, by the pet. <laughs> exactly. And I, I've been saving all of my videos and pictures and stuff. And then I'm just like, should I just buy a TV, uh, like a, a big storage SD card? Or I mean, what do I do with it? And then now you come along in my path and I'm just curious because it's like, what do I really do with it? And now you're here and it's like, OK, so I put it in. Let's say, for instance, I put it in your website. Um, is it like a monthly fee, a monthly subscription? I mean, like, how does that work? Because technically saying you're paying someone. So that means right. your customers have to pay you. Is it per package? Depending no, what it is, it grows. You buy a lifetime, let's say our basic account, because we have our basic lifetime account, which is 10 gigabytes. And you buy that one time, you can either pay the uh, $119.95 or you can pay the $10.95 a month for a year. Okay. So I figured you can't have an ongoing payment to somebody that might pass away. Yes. So we try to make it to where okay, you pay for it, and you know we're gonna we're gonna save it for you. Okay. So do you give people like a grace period if they end up not paying it the second year? No, 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 no. You pay it one time. Oh, oh! You had that one time in that one year to pay such amount of money. Oh, okay. And yeah, then after for, that, yeah. it's it's done. Right. You get your ten oh, gigabytes. Yeah, you pay. I your, get it. You get ten gigabytes, which is worth thousands of actually pictures and memories. You know, it gets a little bit shorter, of course, when you have a lot of video into it. But you can also add more memory to your account. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's very interesting because it makes me like, oh, I have so many things I can save, so many pictures and videos, and I could just really leave down. And it's like all I give to my sons would be a, a username and password, and like here, log in. That's where all oh, of the family generation. When is. you with your sons and stuff like that, what you do is you yeah, um, you basically what you do is you sign up for a thirty day free trial where you take no bank information. Okay. And then at the end of the thirty days, if you don't want to go uh, uh, pay for the lifetime account that your account reverts to what we call a view only account. So they would actually have a view only account and you can upgrade that at any time, but they can have that forever. So you link, they can link over to you. You know, you kind of invite them to look at your site is what it is. And they can look at it from anytime, anywhere. And you said it's private where nobody else and nobody else is going to be looking on my, my site, as you say, right? Right. If you keep it private between you and your and your son or sons. Yeah, like me and my my family. You know? Your family. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. can keep it private within your family because the only time it goes public, you can put things as public, is uh, when a person passes away. 
And then we have like the, what they call the uh, the executor of your site. You 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 get to um, pick who your executor is. You know, through email they say okay, they can go into your site if you pass away, and they can click it, and it becomes a memorial site. Oh. So people can leave condolences and stuff like that. But what it does is also locks everything you put into your site. It locks all that information. You can add more stuff to the site, but you can't take anything away. You can't delete anything. Oh, wow. That is interesting. That's very nice because what happened if that person and oh, like somebody else ends up does, does something very um, controversial, if that if I'm saying it correct, towards like society and then they, the community wants to remember them, then they can have this information available so that they can have correct um, information. So oh, yeah, because you end up making it public once they die. Well, you, you figure sometime even in your family, your family might run out. And I mean, not run, run out, but you, you might have no more family. So you, you want to at some time be able to make it you know, public or it's just going to sit in a computer somewhere and you really haven't passed anything down. So we, we do make it available for, you know, public viewing. And, you know, I, you can put stuff in there for private and when a person passes away, boom, then there it is. You yeah, know. because what happened if the person dies, but... How are you supposed to get contacted and not getting notified that their diet if the generation ends with them? Right, that's when we have the executor. Oh, yeah, but what happened if they didn't sign an executor? Would you guys have your own research team showing that it's inactive for a couple amount of times? That would be I'm something. Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm asking. No, I'm a, I'm asking no that, so that's an excellent question questions. because we've actually kind of looked into that and <laughs> we really can't get into a person's site because it's password protected. So uh, whoever gets to lifetime account, they have to be a little bit due diligence on at least leaving a um, a password. Leave a to legacy. Their site. They have to at least leave the password and username. Yeah. Make sure that's in in big bold fonts. Leave legacy. Leave username and password before you die. <laughs> right. right. And if a person kind of gets into it, which is actually it's really fun when you start like you're saying, you start throwing. You know, we have people put one item at a time in there. We kind of force them to do that. Because okay. we don't want it to be just a huge, you know, oh, I'll come and put 10 gigabytes of stuff in there right now tomorrow. Well, no, no, we don't let you do that. It just becomes like another cloud where nothing ever gets, no emotion, no memory, those oh, memories. Oh, okay. So when they download, when you have that, have to have them download one at a time, you require them to do either the audio or written description or right. make it's sure that one memory it has to all the, the yeah. fluff. Yeah, it has all the juicy details so that when somebody looks back, they have, <laughs> yeah. they, they have that knowledge of what's going on, right? Exactly, exactly. Awesome. That's really good. That's a great way to preserve the legacy because... You know, um, I was confused at first when I was reading everything because I was like, okay, so is it kind of like an Ancestry.com? But when you're talking about it, it's like, oh, it's totally way off from an Ancestry.com because they're the ones that do the DNA stuff. You're there just to have the real stuff, the one what really means something because you can tell me I'm 0.5 Portuguese, but that's not going to help me when I can see a picture <laughs> and see a video of someone dancing and I could just be, feel that inspiration through that time and see the difference. Yeah. Because when you see old time movies and videos, it's like, it makes you wonder like, what were they thinking? Mm. What were they feeling? And it's even it's what they sounded that, like, even their yeah. voice. Yeah. I want, I want to know how they sound. I want to know if the 1940s, did people really say, you know, yay, and <laughs> like the way they make it seem like on the cartoons. I want to know. <laughs> I wish oh my I had gosh, this yeah. earlier. Oh, yeah. I, I remember. 
a story I, I remember reading one time, getting that just how somebody's personality is. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading a story about Abraham Lincoln. He was giving a stump, he was giving a stump speech someplace. And he was starting to tell a story and he was about five or 10 minutes into the story. And he had everybody so um, mesmerized. But, oh, what's he saying? You know, he, he was an excellent storyteller, I guess. Okay. But even the reporters were looking at each other going, are you writing this down? They were just instantly sucked into the story. So it was kind of like going, how did he tell those stories? What was his voice like? Was it low? Was it high? Was it, Did he have pauses in it? Like a Mark Twain or something like that. It was kind of like going, what what do you really sound like? You yeah. know, we have that ability. Yeah. No, that's that's true because I would want to know, did he be dramatic in certain spots? Did he make did he emphasize? Did he take those long pauses? Because to be a good story- storyteller, you really have to put it in a way that people can visualize it exactly. while you're while you're speaking. So to be able to have that gift, I mean, that's a true gift to have. So yeah. yeah, that would be kind of cool to see. I mean, have when I mean, do you guys go through um people's submissions in and what they just do do you see what people put in or you don't No, I can't unless they're unless I'm um unless it's public. Well well, even if those I usually don't search around for people's names in public in public stuff like that. I usually just work, you know, if a friend gives me a um an invite, I'll go oh, over and okay. see their site type of thing. But yeah, you know, I I really I really just I think some in some time in the future we're gonna have I I call it people miners, to where it's gonna be so interesting to go into somebody's life that was like lived fifty a hundred years ago and just have them talking about things the events of that time. Yeah, that would and you're not cool. and you're not talking to a, a newscaster or reading a paper or thing like that. You're just talking to your great great grandfather or something like that or somebody saying, oh yeah, we had to go down and get our our new hover car. Or something like that, you know, and it broke down on the way home. And, you know, it, it, it's you're gonna be kind of interesting as history goes on, all these different memories. Now we can actually feel them. Yeah, that's true. And it's and it's funny because I remember you talking about how you have your granddaughters have their own where they can add in and see through time. And I was just reflecting back when you said that, like, man, if I had a, a stage during my teen years and when I went through my all my different stages, I mean, goodness, looking back, I kind of glad I don't have that. But it would have been, <laughs> been funny to show my sons when they were older. They're like, ew, you dressed like that. Like, you know, like just like we see now with our parents. And it's funny because that's a good way to preserve the legacy because you know like we were saying earlier sometimes it's not the easiest to to preserve the legacy but you you made a necessity you've seen that it was needed and i'm pretty sure that i and i hope that people who are listening can really see the need for this too because even you don't have to be rich you just have to take pictures and and take videos and i'm pretty sure you're already doing that now (laughs) We we got a pretty good there's a little bit of the older uh crowd which i kind of fit right in there uh we kind of have to push him along a little bit i got a, a yeah. father-in-law that he's he's got the worst one finger typing in the world and thank god we got audio but then he talks so slow <laughs> <laughs> he, he can still tell some of the great stories but he's, he's like one of those slow talkers he's like listening to a sloth sometimes going through this thing it's really and then he just it just comes to a you know a crescendo when it's a funny story but that's yeah. his personality it's really it's mm-hmm. really great 
Yeah, but it would be nice to also see how the personality changes with time too. Because, oh my gosh, yes. Because once you, I could start now at, and I'm in my 30s and then when I'm in my 60s, I could still put something in and it would be cool to see I have the same personality throughout life or it's, you can see when the personalities have changed and the voice and everything. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's pretty cool, especially for people who have dementia and Alzheimer's, mm. this would be a great thing for them because yeah, I've I've we, thought I've thought on the process of helping people with uh, oh uh, post traumatic stress syndrome. Yes, and thing like maybe even with suicidal tendencies or like a good one like you were saying dementia or because uh, my mom uh, died of dementia and uh, being able to possibly get emotions out of you like yes. PTSD type of thing, maybe. And it's it, you've gotten them out of you personally, and then you kind of see them back, and it's all kind of personal, and maybe within just a small group of being able to help you. Um, yeah, yeah, that, exactly. And, to, yeah. and to, to go on further with what, what you were just saying, I mean, to help people who are in a depressive state of mind, even who feel that they're not accomplishing anything, that they're in a rut, that they can't believe what they're doing, or they may be struggling. But if you mark that still in your in your legacy in, in this website, I think you can see like, wow, I actually overcame a lot. Wow, I yeah. actually accomplished a lot. You know, so if you do those little accomplishments, sometimes they become into something bigger. And it's like, wow, you know what? I can't be putting that much pressure on myself. And a lot of people do. We put pressure uh, on ourselves all the we, time. We, we put pressure on ourselves. The only people that mostly beat us up is ourselves. Exactly. And we can I be the worst enemy. I had a good friend. I had a great idea. We're starting also a, a secondary website, which is kind of a subdomain called lifesaver.myarket.com. Okay, cool. And it's gonna go. It's gonna go to a website called Lifesaver U, and within that, it gives all of our help videos on how to use my market. But at the same time, it dwells into. Um, he's he's a, a professor at uh, the university, and he was working with some other guys working on end of life situations, which can oh, okay. be at, at any time in your life. Yeah. And that was talking with somebody else that was working with uh, the the financial uh, difficulties of possibly the end of life situations, or you have a certain amount of equity. How do you pass it on to your kids? And it, all of a sudden, that brought a whole area of of your life on how do I possibly work through transition? It. Yeah, exactly. Transi it's those transitions are hard right. to go through sometimes. So I kind of figured, okay, we need a whole website like that where people can go to Lifesaver You. And kind of maybe get a little bit of information, a lot of links, a lot of information will be put on there to maybe help that person in depression. And maybe examples of a person that says, oh, go to this person's my market site, his lifetime site. And this guy will give you, all right, have a little little video of somebody that has, you know, I, I went through this, I worked through it, I did this type of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be honest, your avenue is endless because once you once you input in a legacy, you're inputting in personality and just personalness, if that's the right word. You know, it's it's it makes it very yeah, subjective. Yeah. You know, and it and it gives the people a lot of a broad avenue to go to. So that's a great a great idea to do. I mean, I'm glad that you guys are really doing that. That's this is awesome. This is really awesome. Thank you for being on my uh, show. I well, feel we, like I <laughs> We haven't even got into the second thing we're doing events at my arcade. Oh, really? Now you have events? You, you ever heard that one? No. Oh, you see. <laughs> let's <laughs> Tell say me. Well, okay, let's say you uh 
it works great with uh, like high school yearbooks or weddings and stuff like that. You use the same concept of 10 gigabyte buying a life account, but now you call it an event. And like with like with your son, if he had a, a view only account, well, he becomes what they call a participant. Mm-hmm. So you buy an event, let's say you're going to get married, it's the Missy's wedding. You send out all your invites and people just basically sign up to the email thing and they boom they have they have their event oh you're participating you're participating in the event people can sit there and take pictures do audio tell the stories you can put stuff in there from years and years ago when you first met first date all these type of things and then that becomes the event and now everybody can go back to the event and experience the event and it could be it could be an ongoing event like a Oh, uh, family reunions or going to Sturgis or maybe even you're you're in college for however many years and you have your own clique and your group of friends. Well, everybody gets yearbooks and stuff like that, but 90% of the people in there you don't know. Yeah. But it'd, be, it'd be nice to be able to have your stuff. Yeah, that is very nice. Wow. Uh, this was really interesting. I did not know what we were going to get into when when I signed this up and end this conversation. <laughs> Believe me, this is not how my questionnaire is not what I, I asked you. You really intrigued me. So thank you for that. And I guess to start wrapping up the show before it cuts us off, what can okay. be some lasting words that you can possibly leave us off with? Oh, uh, the biggest thing is don't become a procrastinator. I've had a lot of people, my head just had a cousin pass away about a month ago. And, you know, people will procrastinate on getting started. They think they have all the time in the world. No, they don't. It's like, get on there, get some of your memories in there. It's free to try. Why not? Why not get into it? Try it out and start saving those memories. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, James. I appreciate yeah. this. This has been a thank great you for having conversation. me on. It's been this is very great. chill, very relaxed. It was just so easy talking to you. These are the conversations that I love, you know, that I inspire for. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me on. You were great. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah, that's it. That's our show. Always keep thinking. And if you want to find more about James and his website, go to mitzithinking.com. You'll find his lovely photo there, along with a link to go to his website so that you can try out the 30-day trial. I mean, you heard me asking all the questions. If you need to ask more, well, then go ahead and ask him directly. I'm pretty sure there's some customer service people there that can possibly ask questions, you know, but I'm pretty sure I got all of them. So always keep thinking, y'all. Bye.